This is episode 164 of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. Today I have Saptashi Nath on the show and we talk about how you can simplify your data and empower your store with automation. So let's dive right into it. But before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsors for supporting today's episode. Most e-commerce brands don't do anything to influence and grow word of mouth because they feel they have no control over it. Referrals Candy word of mouth marketing platform will help you to change that today. Launch a customer referral program and let your best customers refer a steady stream of new customers to you. And scale your social media presence with the world's first commission-only influencer marketing solution. E-commerce Coffee Break listeners get as much as up to three months free if you sign up now. Visit referralcandy.com slash coffee break to learn more. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today we want to talk about a topic that a lot of merchants have to battle with, and that's too much data from too many sources. Now, in the past episodes, we talked a lot about why good data is so important. But in the day-to-day -day business, specifically non-technical merchants struggle to get all the data into one place and to read out the data in the best way possible. Now, this costs usually a lot of time and there's about 2 million e-commerce stores alone on Shopify. It's very difficult for most merchants to make quick decisions on their business because they are obviously not data analysts there. So that's a topic we want to talk about today. And with me on the show, I have Saps Nas with me. He is the founder of airboxer.com and he's a seasoned entrepreneur with a background in venture capital and management consulting. He has a successful record of building D2C brands that attracted over 2 million monthly visitors and generated around 10 million in annual sales. So he's not a stranger to the business world. He also worked extensively on data studies for Fortune 100 companies and advised deep tech founders in launching their business in various industries. So let's welcome Saps to the show. Hey, how are you today? Thank you for having me, Klaus. Glad to be here. You're welcome. Let's dive into how to make data easier to read for merchants. So what's the biggest struggle that you see for merchants when it comes to getting all the bits and pieces together to get good results from their data? Yeah, that's a good point. Mainly the reason why we created Airboxer in the first place. But generally, if you look at a business organization, even if it's a small team of 10 people running a DDC company, you'll find there are these people who are the business people who are making decisions around sales, who are making decisions around marketing, budgeting, things like that. And then if you're lucky, you have someone who is more of a data analyst kind of a profile who knows how to pull data from different data sources and all that. But most people don't have access to an analyst profile inside of their companies, definitely not in the earlier days of the company. You can't really expect a business person to know how to query databases or even how to set up databases. And this was a bit surprising to us as well, even being able to ask the right question in the first place. So when you've just launched a new brand, unless you've launched 15 brands before, if you're just starting out, you'll find that what are the different metrics I should be tracking? How do I get to know who my most valuable customers are? These seem like basic questions, but pulling the data to answer those questions behind the scenes is actually quite a few steps in there. In my mind, based on what I've seen myself and what I've heard from our users, they don't really mind looking at data. What they mind is pulling 
exporting CSV files, cleaning the data so they can talk to each other, pulling data from five different sources, putting them together, creating a report for their management only for it to be outdated three days later and they have to do this all over again. Yeah, very good point. And I think time is crucial for most merchants, specifically when they're startups or solopreneurs. They're all over the place. They have to deal with so many different things. And I said, it's difficult to find or to know the right KPIs. And then you have these different tools. You have the Shopify dashboard, you have Google Analytics and so on and so forth. And you end up pulling the data there, as you said, in CSV files, and then you need to start getting this data together in a readable format. So that's very, very difficult. You have developed something that makes it easier. And I had a look at it, and I think it's quite a good thing. I should have had that six years ago when I started my Shopify store. So give me a bit of an overview on how you approach this kind of challenge. So we are a lot more prescriptive than other data analytics tools. We're targeted at a business leader, someone like a marketing manager or a director or category manager and such. One of our core philosophies is that you should be doing whatever your role is and not focus on creating something from scratch. If a new store launches on Shopify today, they're following what 18 years of what other companies have done before. Almost everyone that runs a Shopify store also runs ads on Google and Facebook, maybe now TikTok. As long as more people have come before you doing the same thing, why should you have to reinvent the wheel? Why should you have to create your own way of doing things, creating your own reports? So what we have done is we've taken the best learnings from all the merchants we work with, everyone, all the DTC brands in our network. For now, there are about just under 60 automations that help you answer a very specific question or they help you create a report to get a business health check. What you have done is, okay, you just started a new Shopify store, no need to try and solve all of data analysis and all of reporting for yourself. Just click this button and this will be done for you. And literally for most analysis, it is one or two clicks that gives you a report that gives you all the metrics that you need to look at. One thing that we have done slightly differently from others is that we do not compete with spreadsheets because we know that people love spreadsheets, whether they admit it or not. Eventually, the data they look at is going to end up in a sp spreadsheet somewhere. So what we've done is we say that, hey, you already create your reports on spreadsheets. We know that. So we won't ask you to move to our platform or do something drastically different. We will create the reports and send them to the spreadsheets that you already use. So we will embed into your existing workflow instead of trying to force you to work in our way. The other thing that we do apart from reporting is that this is slightly more important for founders and people who make revenue calls generally, where we pull just-in-time data from your Shopify store and your other ad channels to tell you when something needs attention. For example, your hot selling item suddenly has shown a lot of abandoned carts, right? You won't be preemptively tracking that, but we do. And we will send it to your dashboard saying, hey, this product usually sells really well, but it's seen 90 abandoned carts in the last three days. Do you want to check it out? Something could be going wrong. And in those cases, you don't really need to think about uh, what question to ask. How do I pull this data? How do I find out what my abandoned cart rate for a specific hot selling product is all of that happens automatically behind the scenes okay i like that you're pulling it directly into a spreadsheet and i think it works quite nicely with google spreadsheets there as well correct me if i'm wrong but also with your app the risk that something breaks is less because usually if you do these things manually any supplier out there play your facebook they're changing their platforms 
So that means that something can break and you don't even know about it. And then you start from scratch, as you said. When we are looking into these different automations that you have, give me just three, four examples on different aspects. So for marketing, for finance, whatever, so that our listeners get an idea what they can do. And now a quick break to thank the sponsors of today's episode. The best e-commerce brands grow by word of mouth, period. But we know it feels like some mystical force in the background that you have no control over. So you're probably not doing anything to grow word of mouth for your brand right now. That changes today. Referrals Candy's word of mouth marketing platform will help you to be tactical in influencing and scaling word of mouth for your brand. Launch a customer referral program and let your best customers refer a steady stream of new customers to you. And scale your social media presence with the world's first commission-only influencer marketing solution. Zero upfront charges. E-commerce Coffee Break listeners get as much as up to three months free if you sign up now. Visit referralcandy.com slash coffee break to learn more. The example I cited earlier on, like if you want to know who your most valuable customers are. In retail, there's usually this concept of a RFM analysis, which is basically you rank your customers by how often they order, when was the last time they ordered, and how much money they spend with you. Now, trying to do that, you normally have to download your entire list of customers from Shopify. Again, find out when was the last time they ordered, what was the total amount of money they spent with you, and so on. And then you organize them into quintiles, give them a score from one to five, and then rank them again based on those scores. So obviously, this is something, as you can imagine, takes some time to put together. Now, this is one of the automations that we have where you literally just click a button behind the scenes. We will pull the data. We will do the allocation of scores to each customer. And then you'll tell you that, okay, these are the ones who are your most valuable customers. Then you can download the sheet or CSV file and then upload it to Clavio um, to say, create a new segment of my most valuable customers. In the future, we're looking at a way where we can just send it to Clavio ourselves. But for now, we're just displaying it to you in your spreadsheet. Before I get to marketing, let's say on the upside, you want to know which of your shipping carriers is delivering on time, which ones are behind schedule, right? So does FedEx work great or do you want to use someone else? This is something that click a single button and it gives you how many on-time deliveries happened, how many deliveries happened within 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, arranged by each of your shipping partners. And for most entrepreneurs, I think this is data that they want to have at their fingertips, but not something they are willing to spend five days to go and pull from raw data. And on the marketing side, there are some very common reports like which campaigns are working best, what kind of keywords do I rank better for. Those kind of reporting metrics are different hops that can be used. By hops, I mean automations. Now you have these pre-formulated hops. Can merchants also create their own hops in your system? That is a good point. And there's a good story, a story behind this as well. We actually started out as a Google Sheet extension, and that extension had a very comprehensive query builder where you could literally pull together a lot of variables from different places, identify, I want to sort it in this way, I want to aggregate it in that way, and then get a result, right? I'd say less than 20% of the people created a query from scratch. Instead, we had some pre-built queries in there. People would just use the pre-built queries. When we built this platform, we decided, hey, let us start from the other direction. Let's give them the queries. Let's not provide a full query builder that gives that overwhelms them. In the product that we have now, you can't create an automation from scratch, but using one of our existing automations, you can modify it. For example, you want only customers who have spent more than $5,000 in the last 12 months. You can add it as a filter. Give me only the list of customers who have spent more than $5,000. And you can change things like timeframes. Hey, I want this for the last seven days, months to date, last three months. You could make those changes. 
but you will always have to start with an automation that already exists. Okay, no, and that makes perfect sense because we're talking here about people who are not technical, who are not data analysts, so to make it as easy as possible. When it comes to scheduling your reporting, how does that work? That is actually quite simple. Once you have set up the report that you want, you know that this is the automation that's giving me what I want. There's simply a schedule button. You click that button and you tell the platform how often do you want this report to run? Like once a day, Monday morning at 8 a.m. or once in seven days, however you want to set it up, that schedule will be set and then you'll keep on running behind the scenes. So if you use it only for automating an existing report, you don't even need to log into the platform. It will keep on running behind the scenes. Okay. And your data, then you get an email or how do you get informed when a new report is, is ready? Every time the report is ready, you'll be sent a notification saying that this report has run successfully. Click here to open the report. Okay. Let's take a step back and let me know, obviously working with a lot of merchants, what are the most common automations they are going for when they start with your system? The most common one that almost everyone starts with is a business health metric, which is set of business health metrics, which are arranged by dates. So every day I want to know what my total sales were, what my returns were, how much did I spend on, how much did I charge for shipping? How much did I spend on advertising? How much returns did I, refunds did I send back? Everything arranged on a daily basis. Some of our users, they use that automation to see the data and like on their spreadsheets. So it basically gives you everything you need to know about your business in one view. Some users hook it up to Google Data Studio behind the scenes so that apart from having a spreadsheet, they also have a dashboard that gives them like a few nice looking charts and graphs. Okay, well, that sounds great. Now, when it comes to the implementation, is there any kind of homework that a merchant needs to do before they get started? Because we have a very tight integration on Google Sheets, you need to have a Google account to even create an account. It can be a G Suite workspace account or it can be a Gmail account as well. If your business is not on Google, then you can use a Gmail account as well. You just log in with Google to create an account. Then you log into Shopify to connect to Shopify, install our Shopify app to connect to Shopify, connect to Facebook to log into Google Analytics. It's only on Klaviyo that they need to copy and paste the code from Klaviyo into Airboxer. But otherwise, the rest of them are simply just logging into that portal. Okay, that sounds very straightforward. Now, tell me a little bit about the pricing structure of Airboxer. Like most companies, we're also playing around with our pricing. And it is the best practice to be playing around with the pricing every quarter or so. But right now, we have only two plans. One is a $50 plan for personal, as in which doesn't have any team features and a $150 plan, which has a team feature on it. Okay, I think a team feature for bigger enterprises is definitely something that's very important because then you have your different departments accessing different hops and, and working from there. I think the solution is quite easy and straightforward. So I said, I had a look at it and I really like it. I'm not a numbers person, so I'm not the biggest fan of spreadsheets, but seeing what you have there, I think definitely makes one's lives easier. Sub, thanks so much. Where can people find out more about Boxer? The website is called airboxer.com. It's spelled airbox, A-I-R-B-O-X, then R.com. Everything you need to know will be on there. You can also find me on LinkedIn. My full name is Saptarshi Nath. So search using Saptarshi space Nath, N-A-T-H. And you should be able to find me on Twitter also. I'm again Saptarshi Nath. DM me or ping me on there. My DMs are also open. Excellent. I will put the links in the show notes and you just one click away. Thanks so much for your time. I think it was a very good overview of I, what I think is a very helpful app for most merchants. And thanks for your time. Thank you so much, Klaus, for having me. Bye-bye. Before you leave, don't forget to visit the sponsor of today's episode. 
Most e-commerce brands don't do anything to influence and grow word of mouth because they feel they have no control over it. Referrals Candy word of mouth marketing platform will help you to change that today. Launch a customer referral program and let your best customers refer a steady stream of new customers to you. And scale your social media presence with the world's first commission-only influencer marketing solution. E-commerce coffee break listeners get as much as up to three months free if you sign up now. Visit referralcandy.com slash coffee break to learn more. And that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you found today's episode informative and actionable. As a reminder, we have a growing community of e-commerce professionals where you can share your insights, ask questions and learn from other merchants. If you're interested in joining, please visit our website at ecommercecoffeebreak.com and sign up for the community. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review our podcast to stay updated on the latest marketing trends and strategies for Shopify e-commerce merchants. See you next time.